the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 318 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. That's right. We're calling this Dog Days because, well, you know, uh, it's dog days, many days together. They're starting to meld, what, 46 games later, and we're still trying to chase after trophies and do what we do. Uh, another game that, that we thought we might have got, didn't get, did get a point on the road, but still want more. Um, no time to rest either, because obviously we're going to be playing in Philly this weekend, so we will cover that as well, among other things, and of course talk about the playoff race without pretty much from the league point of view. Um, standings and all that fun stuff. Of course, we can't get the job done without our crew. We've got Araceli, we've got Tony, and at some point, some point, I think we're going to have Bam meeting up with us as well. Hopefully he makes it on. I know he's in the rush to do so. So let's get after it. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty well. Um, Kind of a weird tie that we got as much as I do love the points, this would have been a perfect opportunity to get back into the race for first. Unfortunately, now we have to rely on other teams to a take down St. Louis a little bit. And of course us win games. I, at the end of the day, finish, right? Do the job and you'll get there. And in this case, yeah, we, we could have totally closed the gap. We didn't close the gap. Um, that now leaves them with a 72% chance of finishing first and us with, well, not, um, I think it's what 9%. So yeah, the odds are against us now. Uh, the rec thing, you know, in terms of schedule, it, it, it still plays into our hands a bit minus the next game. Um, they still have some tough games to go. You never know in this league. It's crazy. We'll see how it works. I do know this. Over the the length of the two games that we've played against them, I think we can confidently say that we could beat these guys in the playoffs, that we have the tools to beat them. Everything is in place where if we do what we do and we finish our opportunities, we can get these guys. But it didn't happen for very obvious reasons, and we will go heavily into that today. Uh, Araceli, how are you doing today? I'm actually doing very well. Still kind of getting over the fact that one of our former players thought I was from Dallas. But other than that, (laughs) (laughs) well, basically to make a very long story short, I went to the sporting Nashville game yesterday, which naturally Nashville beat sporting three to zero. But afterwards, I had the opportunity to catch up with Walker Zimmerman, which was great just to be able to see him again after so many years. But his initial reaction was he was asking me how Dallas was, and he more or less thought that I was from there. It was kind of, what? (laughs) But overall, I mean, it was great to catch up with him and, of course, speak LEFC. So I've had a night. (laughs) But he figured it out, and he was dialed in after the fact, right? Because he's Walker. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. We we do indeed miss him here. Um, He's great. But you know what? He he always has nice things to say about the faithful. He always has nice things to say about mm-hmm. the club. Um, they still hold us in in very high regards. Um, I think they always will. It's you know it's a big a big experience for him. It was a positive experience for him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, he really didn't want to leave. Right. Uh, he wanted to stay here, but it just life and football. Right. And at where you end up. That's just how the business I, goes, unfortunately, sometimes. And if I could real quick, I would just want to quickly add in a quick shout out to the Kansas City Monarchs, our double A baseball team, who just won the championship last night for the third year in a row. That... You mean th- those guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. Monarchs. Baseball fans know the Monarchs historically were the Negro League team in Kansas City, and the the chops were there. They they were they like the T Bones, Kansas City T Bones. They were known as the Kansas City T Bones up until about five years ago when they got renamed to the Monarchs to pay homage to the old team. But since then, as I just said, they've won the championship for three years in a row now, which is I don't know if it's unheard of, but for us it is. I mean, with the turnover in the minor leagues, that's pretty darn amazing because the shift of players each season is is massive at their level. Yeah, that's pretty wild to be there. Um, of course, the big league team connected to them must be very happy, right, um, to, to see it keep happening and have that flood of players move in. So, yeah, At least we have them. a baseball team that can play. I'll just say that. <laughs> hey, we're really good at surgeries and uh, the IL over here and uh, – I, I don't know. Dodgers are Dodgers. You know, they win championships when there's nobody in the stadium. But, you know, maybe this year, maybe this year. We'll see. <laughs> Tony's not a Dodger fan, so he was loving that a little bit there. But I'm just messing. It's all good. My my dream, and I've told these guys before, my dream is an Angels-Dodgers World Series. But as long as Artie Marino is still around, we know that ain't happening. We'll go from that. I see Bam is is in the area i think he's ready to pop on here i think he's nodding his head all right bam you're in you can't escape you're on sir welcome bam afternoon everyone um i literally woke up like five minutes ago i'm on night shift at work at the moment so sorry for the tardiness i didn't get home we're okay your timing is just a little bit better than mario right now so it's okay it's okay that's really not that hard at the moment. It's good to see that our Dallas friend Araceli is here. Yes. Yes. She's now going to be known as Dallas. It's great. It's great. All right. So the, the, the crew is here. They're all awake for once. Everyone is, is somewhat, you know, alive. Uh, <laughs> some of us want to get off as soon as possible to check out EA 24. Let's not, you know, EAFC's back. Um, tonight i guess early release you know uh champions league is back as of course you see my my laoc copy jersey uh today and it is actually the same color it's pretty funny but here we go we're in the mix all right uh let's get right to it we visit st louis um i think all of us got a chance to watch this thing interesting setup i would say by st louis little interesting setup from them in terms of of how they line up we knew they were going to get a little bit heavier in the midfield, but not as heavy as we thought. We thought they'd have five. It actually switched up. And something that Philly is actually doing now, too, they were playing a 4-4-2, but with a diamond midfield. So basically, one of your middle mid, middle midfielders are attacking set. One is more defensive-minded. So high-low, basically, in a 4-4-2. Uh, kind of an old-school formation, kind of a, a different setup. But again, the way football works, everything goes in cycles. And so that's what they looked for us to try to neutralize Ilya. 
uh, make it a little harder for him to have guys both in front and behind him, uh, of course, which forces it to an outside game uh, when you do that. Um, our team, well, let's talk about who was in their lineup because it's interesting as well. Of course, their top two guys, they had um, Adinrion and Klaus up top. So Klaus goes again. Jackson is their attacking midfielder. Vasilev, Blom, and Lovin as their midfielders. You had Markanich and Watts as your outside backs. Center backs were Nielsen and Parker. Uh, goalkeeper, of course, was Berkey. Uh, I think the big one, big change that I, I wasn't quite sure he was going to get the start was Vasilev, but there he was, ready to go and very active in the game. Ours was a cycled lineup, which which they kind of hinted at when when Dolo was talking about don't have to win, and you know how when he does that, that means he's cycling lineups. Um, so basically, we went with a four three three. No shock there. That's what we do. Um, goalkeeper, of course, this was cool. It was Crepo. Max was back. Uh, Max. I guess we got to say it now. He is the starter for the moment. Uh, Backline, basically Chiellini and Murillo. So even though we were a little bit apprehensive about Chiellini playing on that type of surface, he was there to do the job, Uh, ready to go, looking healthy, looking fit, and looking more sprite up front than some of our strikers. Um, Hollingshead and Palencia were your outside backs. Uh, midfield was Sanchez, Tillman, and Acosta. So I think Tony got this one right. He called the midfield of the Tillman-Acosta combo. Uh, we know how those usually turn out. But, dude, they actually were good this game. They're doing the job. Uh, Gonzalez, Olvera, and Buanga were up top. And Mr. Vela uh, would make an appearance later in the game coming off of the bench. So Olvera was your active man, as was Buanga. And Gonzalez was there to get on the end of it. Uh, apparently, that was the plan. Yeah, so that's where we're at. I'm going to go to Tony here. Give us the highlights. Give us the lowlights. I know it wasn't extensive, this match, uh, but there were some key moments in this thing where we really could have honestly taken this game. Go for it, man. So, nil-nil draw. Okay, we move on. Let's go to Philly. No, kidding, because that's how much this game was. It was a very tactical game. So, for non-tacticians of the game of beautiful game it's kind of be a boring but it was a very tactical game you know it was a chess game the whole time because they knew how we played they know how we played and of course we're going into their home for the first time so there was like multiple shot attempts blocked by dennis boanga again finishing is a very big issue because it was not boanga it was also you know bam's mate mario missing a couple shots as well and then um olivera of course had a shot attempt blocked yes bam not my mate, he's Joseph's mate. Not he's my mate. Zaracelli's mate. And Araceli's not listening. <laughs> exactly. She's not. But she's besides using point, not right? to. So okay. in the first half, it was just it was very tactical, but it was again the whole situation of what I brought up last game, even though we did win, was finishing and finishing oh, especially away, which again, what we have three wins away from the bank this season, which is yeah. not that great coming into playoffs because we're not gonna we don't have supporter shield we're not first in the west so we're probably might have to travel for playoff and that's not good if we can't win away to get back to defend our championship so that would be the first half it's comments concerns i mean it was a tactical setup we were playing counter-attacking ball they tried to take the game to us i don't think we were worth you know 
at times thinking that was going to be it. But honestly, it was a back and forth. There were times where we were dictating plays. There were times where they were dictating plays. It was very, very much a trade-off kind of match. Everybody feeling each other out. It felt like a playoff game. It was a grinder, as it should be. Um, I wasn't angry with the run of play. I wasn't bothered by what they, they were trying to get out of this game. The only thing that you know annoys the heck out of me is the lack of finishing. When you have a team like this and you have an opening, you have to get the job done. It's what you're paid to do. And when you don't, here we are. Three wins all year on the road, right, Tony? That's because you're not finishing your chances. You know, LAFC needs an overabundance of chances to get the job done, while certain teams only need two shots on goal to get two goals, right? Those are the teams that win in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. That's simple because the games will tighten. They will all tighten. You will have even shots. You won't maybe maybe get five. You know, I mean, if a team is really well organized, well, guess what? You've got to finish. You can't waste an open header. You just can't do it. Um, or you're going to watch the rest of the tournament on TV like they are in Carson. So that that it's that simple. Do you want to be that team? Yeah, get better with your finishing. It, it's the story of this game. Um, I again, I was impressed by our back line. I was impressed by our goalkeeper. I know he didn't get a lot of saves, but still. Managing the game is managing the game. Um, his voice was heard. They were well organized. Were there some dodgy moments? Yeah, but again, this is a proper heavyweight fight. It should be that way. Bam, your thoughts on the game? Um, I didn't see the game live because it was a 10.30 a.m. kickoff and I was fast asleep at the time. So I saw some of the highlights. <laughs> um, and going by what everyone says on Twitter, you know, it was a tactical game. Together, there was a point we should have done more, but it is what it is. We just got to move on. Yeah, simple as that. You lost the opportunity. Araceli, your thoughts? So I didn't get a chance to watch the match either because I was at the sporting game and both games were running at the same time. But like Bam said, you know, just looking at everyone's uh, comments towards it and even like right now I have the stats up and just looking at the stats, I can easily see how this match was a little back and forth. What I was impressed by, and the one highlight that I did catch, was Chiellini's bicycle kick. That would have <laughs> been great if it actually made it in the goal. But otherwise, I, I don't know if this is just me, but I'm glad that they at least escaped with a point, considering how dominant St. Louis has been this season. Well, they, they have been dominant, but not in this game. You know, there were stretches they had opportunities, right? I mean, they had the four on goal, but I mean, real scoring chances. I thought ours were more threatening. We had the bigger openings in this game. We just didn't take them, you know, and we can we can hem and haw about the performance. At the end of the day, you went on the road to a madhouse, right? I mean, it is their home. They're dominant at home. And you put yourself in a position to actually take three points, which – that's kind of hard to do against St. Louis, and you did it. And you showed at times that you were the better side, that you had more quality. It came down to the finishing. That can be improved upon, right? Um, it does hurt, though. I will say this. I'll be that guy. It hurts a bit, though, when our guys don't finish. And on the same night, we see guys like Chicho get one. We see Rossi get one. We saw Poku get one on the same night. I think even Barry got an assist. Like all our formers are doing something and our currents are not. 
I did watch that. I did see that. And I got to take note of it. So that's my thoughts on the game is, again, you did what you had to do, except for that one important thing, put a ball across the line. Tony? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, like I've been saying since the beginning of the season, it's like finishing is a big opportunity that has not been capitalized. And how many, I feel like I'm talking in what season four of how many points we would have if we finished our goals. And it's funny I'm saying this when we're actually in the playoff race. When last time we were talking about this, we were battling for a final spot. And um, with Mario is just, what, one goal in the past, what, six games? Is is what is this? Is six, six games? Uh, one, six goal two, what, one goal, two assists, I think. Yeah, so right. that's that's right. almost, I was having a conversation because I was at the Lucky's watch party at this because I was with Tila in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And he's borderline almost to Brian Rodriguez levels where like everyone's saying, well, he's not Brian Rodriguez. I'm like, well, yeah, Brian Rodriguez would score, but this is how he would score. It's like every five, 10 games, he would score one and then be oblivious. And of course it's just like, the other thing that doesn't make sense as well is like, we also got lucky. Let's, let's be honest. We got lucky. We got one point out of this because VAR saved us on a handball. You know what I mean? Watching the replay, you know that wasn't a handball. You know the rule of the handball. Nonsense call, man. Yeah, exactly. It was nonsense. So luckily, we got the VAR call. We got they look at the booth, and it was not a handball. So we got lucky that we got saved for once by VAR and the refs. And but on top of that, like again, we can't keep going like this moving forward with the final games. Like we have what? Two more home games, so technically three more home games, but one doesn't count towards the season. And then the rest are on the road. So it's going to be what? We either get second or first, and that's the whole thing. Is like we would have been in second right now with a point behind them. Well, it's tough. Like we've dropped down to third place, and I'll, I'll just break it down now, okay? We've played 30, what, 29 games. We still have that game in hand. St. Louis is in first place. They have 50 points. Uh, Then you go 45 points to the Sounders, and then us at 44 points. Below us is the Dynamo, who nobody wants to play at 43 points, and they are surging. They are definitely surging. Um, The Whitecaps at 28. We're sorry, at at 41. There you go. Uh, Salt Lake at 40. Earthquakes at 40. Timbers at 39. Dallas at 38. So the last play I saw is 38 points, and we're at 44. That's not far away at all at all. So this league is – and then, of course, the the last guys out right now who completely blew it in Carson, like that was – talk about a crater. Um, Minnesota United sit on the outside and is at 37. Sporting KC is at 35. Austin is at 34, and the Galaxy are at 33. And then the Rapids, who are – first in the MASL. I don't know. They're not even playing in this league anymore. Supporters aren't going. Owners threatening to pull the World Cup. It's 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 great. It's good. Great show up there, man. Great show. Uh but that being said, everybody's within range. They're 30 to 40 points. Mid 40s, like mid 30s to mid 40s. I mean, that range is so tight in the West that 
I mean, if we tank, there is a slight percentage we could miss the whole show. I think our percentage of missing is like 1% because of the way the schedule plays itself out. But you still could be a low seed when this is all said and done. And now you got to rely on road games that you just haven't haven't got the job on. Like, it just hasn't happened. Um, in terms of remaining schedule, let me pull this up here. Bigger screen. There we go. All right. So again, the Union who are 14, 8, and 6. Real Sight Lake, they're 11, 11, and 7, but that's Chicho Land. And I'm sorry, but you know what he's going to do against us. Uh, then you've got Minnesota United. I know we've shut him out. I, I know this, guys, but still. Um, Minnesota United, 9, 10, and 10. They're desperate to get in. Austin, 9, 13, and 7. They're they're kind of there, but they're not there. Um, and then the Whitecaps on the last day who've struggled recently um and don't play amazingly well on the road um getting us on decision day so what can we get from this it's gonna be tight everyone has something to play for in this race everyone has something to play for in this race um so you're gonna get any easy games you're not gonna get cycled lineups you're gonna get their best They're, it's playoffs from here on out it's how you have to treat it it's gonna be tight it's gonna get funky that's just how it goes. Uh, so wake up. Simple as that. Uh, you got to get the job done. Have the guys played well? Yes, they just haven't finished. And that's going to be the story now when it gets tighter. That's how the playoffs are. So uh, any thoughts on that, Bam, looking at the schedule? How are you concerned about this? I'm concerned at all because we're not firing. We, we're not scoring goals. Like Yes, we had a good four goals against... Carson, but you know, before that, we'd scored two goals in three games, and that's just not good enough. We need to keep scoring goals, that's the thing. And we all know that unless you score a goal, you can't win a game. So, who's going to be scoring the goals for us? Right, right. It, 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 it stinks. It does. Um, we got a nine, we wanted a nine. Right now, we just have a guy that wears a nine. Um, He's not playing like a nine and uh, we need him to wake up and find himself before we get there. Can it happen? I mean, he's played on other places and done well. Um, so there's something there. We just haven't seen it for us yet. Simple. Um, all right. So that is where we're at. Uh, is it time to talk to the faithful? I think it's time to talk to the faithful. What do you guys think? I think it's time. All right. Let's get to you guys. Let's get your reactions. Get your honest opinions. Tell us how it rolls, man, because it's, yeah, fun times. That's for sure. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go all the way to top here. First in the mix was Anthony Bermudez. Uh, he says, if we win versus Tigres, don't we get a spot in the Campiones Cup? I'm not even sure, to be honest. I'm so over that. Like, I'll be honest. I I think it's it feels like it's more of a distraction. That's going to be the cup we're going to hang our hats on. Like, man, after all this this year, feels like a distraction to me. Tony, where are you at on this, man? Um, it's a distraction, but we have to win it. I'm sorry to say, like we've already thrown away what Champions League, U.S. Open Cup, Leagues Cup, Supporter Shield. So we need to pick up one and then go focus on MLS. Because, again, this is still a revenge game against Tigres at the end of the day. And we have to do it. But 
it's just I don't know if we get a if we get I'll I'll look it up right now and see if we get a a, a bid into the Champions Cup. But I, at the end of the day, we need to get at least so. one. Yeah, but I'll I look don't it think up. Has but... any connection? It's a money cup. I don't think yep. so. But we'll yep. look it up for you guys before before we get out of the comments. We'll get your answer there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dave Gomez says, "Hola, LAFC familia." Wolf. Good evening, sir. Defenders of the bank. Looking at the Oktoberfest kit. Yes, this is the Oktoberfest kit. I had a good laugh about it because honestly, honestly, like, honestly, um, I wonder where they were inspired. It's pretty funny, but I dig it. It's cool. I like it. It's got flowers instead of smoke. And the numbers are really cool on this one because it's actually got the flowers and the numbers too. So it looks kind of it's kind of cool. Um, thank you, defenders. Let's see. Dave Gomez says the Chilena by Chiellini was insane. 39 years. What? That dude, I swear. Uh, he looked ageless in this game and he was up to no good a lot. I do like it when Chiellini gets into shenanigans. I love shenanigan Chiellini. Um, he's the best kind of Chiellini when he gets into it with these guys in tight games and He's totally like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then the next thing you know, you're on your butt. It's it's great. I, I do love the way he approaches the game. There's reasons why he has so many trophies in his career. Uh, Daniel Angel says, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea how much how match ratings work. Sergi Palencia got the highest match rating and won Team of the Week honors. Happy for him and not sure if he would have got my nod. I think it's because of who he was assigned to in this game and the stuff he had to do to survive. Um, it was tough. I mean, the game was thrown to the outsides like crazy because of the way the teams were setting up. Um, you know, I, I get why. I mean, he was efficient in the job. Um, and we did get a shutout at the end of the day. And that one slide tackle where it almost was a handball. I mean, dude, he had to be real careful on that slide tackle. Uh, keep body, you know, hand in uh, to keep it going. But it, it's just, yeah. I mean, he played good. There were others that stood out. Chiellini definitely stood out. Uh, Jeremy Gomez says, uh, Mario just looks lost in the final third. Yeah. He gets into positions to finish. We do know that. He's been a little more active the last few games. I mean, that Portland game was the worst I've seen, but he has done that. He still needs to get a bit more uh, interested in the match to create openings for others, pull defenders, that sort of thing. Because if you're not finishing, then you got to do the other things, right? Um, but the finish, yeah, just it isn't there in that header. I, I man, I'm still shocked that he, he, he messed that up, really. Um, I'm hoping he finds it. I am. Uh, but, yeah, you could tell. Yeah, you, the nervousness is definitely there. Um, a little surprising, that's for sure. Soccer USA, hi, LAC fam. Disappointed we didn't get the three points. We were significantly better than St. Louis. Happy to see team playing quicker up front. Once again, no executing early. Should have beaten them 3-1. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, man. Like I said, I feel good about our two games against these guys. This was their, their top side, right? We are better than these guys. It's just that finishing situation. We are better than them. That's for sure. <laughs> Michael says, uh, Mario G, a.k.a. Tronco. <laughs> Daniel Angel says, sometimes our players are too stuck in certain uh, habits 
to their detriment. In 2022, Vela was addicted to the Travella. This year, Denny liking the near post shot a little too much. Near post, high corner, which means taking somebody's head off in the supporter section. <laughs> yeah, he does like that. He wants to roof it. It's pretty wild to see. Um, Dave Gomez says, lads need the win to get out, get out, get tuned up for the cup. We need something this weekend, that's for sure. Michael mentions the the Byron 4-3. Mia San Mia. Exactly, right? Um, it's always fun beating Man United. Just going to throw that out there. Um, yeah, Champions League's back, people. It's so much fun to watch. Uh, Soccer USA says, Mario seems beat down a bit. Based on his body language, could tell he's frustrated. Yeah, Devin not fitting in quite yet. That's for sure. Um, and you're right. So, uh, the Philly game is a must win at this point. And we're going to be in the race for it. You want to be a high seed. Got to get your points. And, of course, you know they got revenge on their minds. That's for sure. And we'll cover it. Uh, yes, let's hate to submit it, uh, admit it. Um, I was impressed by uh, Ed Inrian from St. Louis. Uh, the way he got by Mario and kept his pace as Murray was full pace was impressive. Kid's a beast. Yeah, I will say this about St. Louis. They had their chances. They are an amazingly good team for an expansion team. Pretty wild. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from them because honestly, if things play out the way they should and these guys do their jobs, this this is your Western Conference final. I don't see it any other way unless we get stuck earlier together. Um, to me, these are the two quality sides of the West. I don't think it's an accident they're in first place, not even remotely. This is where they belong. They've earned this place. Uh, they are a good side. But we're the defending champions, and we should be there too. It should be us two going at it. It fits. It makes sense, especially looking at the rest of the West. These are the two. They should be the two. Uh, Daniel Angel. I thought it was weird that, that Sergey played on the left and not uh, Hollingshead. But I guess it's good development for versatility's sake. So the last time we saw Sergey Palencia doing this was against uh, Monterrey, right? I think. If, am I wrong on this, guys? That was the game where he got the own goal. Um, and that was on the left side. I think what's happening is Hollingshead is now playing better as a right back than a left back. I think that's what he's creating a lot more. He's getting his goals from that side. It's just he's been so good at it that it's like, why move him out of it? I know his traditional position is is the left left back. And honestly, in his, in his younger years, he was a striker, but whatever. Um, Mr. Versatile. But right now, he's just getting a lot out of being a right back. So I think he just wants the best guys in the best positions and felt that was it. And Palencia, yeah, he's, ver he's, vers he's versatile. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I will say this. We did we did definitely miss uh, Palacios in this game. But, again, they stepped up on the outsides. So it's nice to have the depth. That's for sure. All right, guys. Thank you for the comments. Well done, all of you. All right. I guess it's that time. It's community news. It's what we do. Let's throw this to Tony because I'm betting there's some viewing parties to, to check out. And there's, I know, a massive one coming up. So have fun with that one, man. Go for it. So the massive one is another one, again, at the Pomona Theater. Um, free entry, family, friend, family friendly, food and drinks. And it will be with D9U, um, Empire Boys, Crew, uh, Inland Empire, and Pomona Casuals. So there's that one, of course. Black Army is having their own watch party as well at um, SoFi. <laughs> Not 
that so far. Um, it so was five. called so five. Yeah, yeah. So so five goals. Yeah. Goals. So five. I don't know. I think it's so five these days. Yeah, it's so um, five. It's so five soccer in West Covina. Um, 699 South Marina Avenue, Covina, California, 91723. Um, start time is at 3.30. Kickoff is at 4.30. All ages are welcome, and outside food is okay. So that is all for those parts of community news. Of course, make sure you also donate to the Mo Facio Futsal Court that at lafc.com slash mo dash fascio donate whatever you can let's get this court built already so we can have our supporter shield there instead of so fi soccer so i just had to say it because i just like seeing so fi and it's not really so fi <laughs> yeah I, I know so five so five um i will say this i'm pretty familiar with that location um team my coach we tend to train there um it's gonna be fun. Bring your boots actually for afterward. I believe we can actually do some kick around. So just saying. It'll be fun. It'll also, be fun. I, this is not part of club and community news, but it's I think it would probably be more community-esque and ripping away dreams of Los Angeles having, as we mentioned earlier, a roll cup uh games here. Um if you haven't noticed in the news later today, I don't know if Bam was awake to see this early enough, but um, Cronkite or Cro- whatever, Crony, whatever his name is. is crony. He try- yeah, Crony, Crooked, Crony. I don't care. He's ruining Colorado and every other thing. Ruined a lot of people in the esports industry as well. Go look that up. But besides the point, so he has in right now trying to renegotiate his deal with FIFA to host the World Cup because of money issues and everything like that. Mind you, if this doesn't go through, LA may lose a host city unless this uh, the Rose Bowl or the Coliseum can host it. Yeah, I was going to say, well, where else would he host it in Los Angeles? If it ain't SoFi, it ain't LA. I, yeah. I honestly do believe that they're not going to go to the Rose Bowl for a World Cup match. Not when there's so many other amazing stadiums in the United States and Mexico and Canada. Um, I think if it if it drops, it drops. We lose we lose a venue. Um, we lose a city. I, I don't know if decided it'd be a SoFi. Yes, that's the problem. It was decided, but now he's mm-hmm. he's. So what's happening is actually several stadiums, several venues are complaining with FIFA right now. It's deeper than our own, but ours is the first to say, well, we'll just not do it. Like Mm -hmm. to go that far and publicly say like, well, we'll just, it's not a good deal for us. Um, I guess the numbers don't add up for what FIFA wants them to do to get ready for it, which costs a lot of money to set up. Their payout ain't, ain't equaling it, you know? So, but this is a FIFA thing. Like it's very common for venues and cities to lose a ton of money when FIFA comes to town. Um, but you know, the profitable world cup is the American one, like in 94. So yeah, the numbers just aren't adding up for some, uh, venues. And so they're questioning it. And, and the current owner of, of SoFi is like, well, if it's going to hurt me, I'm not going to do it. Um, it's that simple. 
Uh, so it's a negotiation. That's what it is. The fact that it's come out publicly tells me negotiations are not going so well. Um, and you're trying to use the public uh, public interest to, 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 to throw the levers here. So we'll see what happens. At this point, we're all pawns in this game. Uh, we just watch it. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, what we do know is this. If it gets played in L.A., it's going to be super expensive and maybe cheaper elsewhere. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Bam, what do you think, man? Um, as much as I want to say, turn around and go, don't host it. I want I want you guys to host it so I can come over and spend some time with you guys and all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, it's like if you fight back too hard, there are a lot of Middle Eastern countries that can get it done like that, and they will move it if need to. Well, it's just a loss of one city. Um, look, Chicago doesn't have any games. Vegas? Vegas doesn't. They don't have any games, right? Nope. Did they lose out? In that beautiful yeah, stadium. Out. So mm -hmm. there's two venues right there that'll be like, hey, and Washington, D.C. got left out this time. In a World Cup in the United States, the capital doesn't have a game. So there's three cities that'll be like, hey, if you don't want it, we'll take it. There's that's the thing about the United States. There's venues everywhere, Good but you also look everywhere. at you also look at two is that they've already reverted from the groups of three to back to groups of four, so they don't need the stadium. No, they can adjust. They can adjust games. Yeah, you know, in Canada, it's got hardly any games. So, I mean, you could you could go to Vancouver and put a real grass field on that jacked up one they have and go for it. I mean. Again, Mexico they don't have too. to be in Los Angeles. They want to be. It's a marketing mecca. I mean, they were using it for everything in the preview for this. It was kind of embarrassing if it doesn't happen, which I think is why they're using the actual we'll walk away as leverage because that's rather embarrassing for FIFA. I mean, they use the Griffith Observatory for like the big unveiling event, right? I mean, then you're going to leave LA. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I think at the end of the day, it'll all get figured out. People will get right with the money. Cause that's how it always works. Um, certain things, certain concessions will be made and they'll play it. It'll happen. It isn't going to end. I, I don't think so. It's just let the drama be the drama. Again, I wouldn't focus too much on it. Um, honestly, for this World Cup, I'd actually probably want to go to Mexico for some games. <laughs> It'd be way more fun. Uh, but that's just, that's just me. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got going on here? I guess we're we good with community. That's we're all on. set. All right, no, you know what that yes. means, right? Can yeah. I truck something out there for community? Just oh, for something yeah. a little bit different. Um, obviously, Joseph being a teacher, he knows the history of the Marshall Islands on how the US absolutely destroyed them with nuclear testing and all that kind of stuff. They were the last nation not to have a national team. Plain and simple. They're the last nation to have a national team. Over the last year and a bit, a couple of guys from England have started working with the Marshall Islands and trying to create a national football team for them, and they have succeeded with that. They're actually going to be playing in a couple of games against other island nations in the Pacific coming up soon, and they recently just dropped this absolute beautiful kit for their first ever kit. Um it's an amazing uh, kit. They've wow. done a, they've done a reversible bucket with it too. Um, I brought one the other day, and if you are looking at 
wanting to support a new nation coming up, um, definitely go for it. I've posted a link in the chat where you can go buy it. It's an amazing looking kit. So look, they're a small nation. They're not going to win the World Cup next year or in 10 years time. <laughs> but they they could walk through Oceania and get to the World Cup quite easily. So definitely go check it out and do some research on them. They are an amazing it's an amazing thing to get behind. So definitely go for it. I mean, one kid in and there, you got one better than the United States since 94. Since they got to Nike. Just saying. I'm jealous. It's a nice kit. Looks good. Uh, yeah, dude. So much are they charging for that? Are you already selling them? You can buy them right now? Already sell them. I got that in a bucket hat, including shipping was about 80 pounds. Dang. A lot, yeah, uh, like 80 shirt. pounds, yeah. Um, what 80 pounds? What's that to about 80 bucks US? Yeah, yeah, we're about even at these days, so that's wild, man. All right, it's cool, it's cool. I mean, I, I guess it's not easy to <laughs> from there. Okay, I get it, I get it. All yeah. right, cool. No, it, it's an amazing thing. Like, um, they're looking at doing some um trainings and picking players that live in the u.s because um a lot of the dispossessed people from the marsh islands live in like arkansas and all those areas so that if you've got anyone with some marsh island background definitely try and hit them up because you might be able to play national for them i mean look at the philippines national team for the women's world cup how important it was to to to, to find you know players that were kind of spread all over the world um, and it paid out mostly from the United States, right? Um, but if it works and it's your background and it's your family, it's your lineage, why the heck not? Right? Go for it. It's a one. It's it's a huge journey. So I would do it if I was connected, right? I mean, why not? It's cool. Yeah, definitely. All right, thank you, and man. Good, good find. Just gonna go with Soccer USA. I will not do that to them. That's just too harsh. That's too mean. What? Nominate Greg Bolter to move to the Marshall Islands to be the head coach. Holy moly. Yeah. I, I have a joke I will not say. It's just wrong. So I'll just leave it right there. <laughs> he already knows what I want to say. I'm just going to let it go. All right. Let's move on to the LAFC2 update. Araceli. Before I get straight into LEFC 2, I want to give a special shout out to one of the biggest LEFC fans, um, a young striker coming from the west side of LA. He recently made LEFC's under 15 roster last week. So we just want to send a huge congratulations to him and look forward to his growth in the academy. And who knows, maybe he will be playing for LEFC 2 one day. But other than that, congratulations. Uh, Diego, and we can't wait to see what's what you have in store for the future. Now, on to LEFC 2. I kind of recapped the game in our last show of how they defeated Portland 4-0 um, to for back-to-back -back wins. Now moving on to Sunday, which is decision day for MLS Next Pro. They will be on the road to face the earthquakes in San Jose, it's a 2 p.m. kickoff. 
All games will be streamed on Apple TV. I highly recommend if you have some time to please check out Decision Day. All the, the Western Conference will kick off at 11 a.m. Where, or I'm, I'm sorry, I have that backwards. The Eastern Conference will kick off at 11 a.m., whereas the West will be at 2 p.m. Um, as I said before, this is Decision Day. And of course, LEFC 2 is out of the running for the playoffs, but the Quicks are not. So, LEFC, the boys have a chance to be the spoilers for that evening. Um, and as I've also mentioned in the last show, next week I will do more of a season recap, kind of going over LAFC's two season and what's that kind of looked like throughout this year. Of course, in the beginning of the year, it wasn't as favorable, but the boys have managed to make it up in the last couple of weeks. So again, next week I will go a little more in depth with it. Go. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, it's gonna be fascinating to see how it all breaks down. Um, yeah, I know it's it's amazing that that season's done and so early, right? Um, but yeah, our boys, I guess, are gonna mix into the main roster pretty quick here. Uh, a little more, got to keep them active. Training should be interesting, right? That's what most work's gonna be. So there it is. All right. That, of course, brings us to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. I believe Tony has the honors this week. Tony. So usually we go with the team we're facing, Philadelphia. And I was thinking Rocky, Rocky 4 more exactly. No easy way out. No, There's no shortcut home, which makes sense for our struggles moving forward. But then I realized what today is. Well, Tomorrow, if you guys are listening to this, but today, while we're doing the pod live, is September 21st. And do you remember? No. No one? <laughs> no one, really? September 21st. Bam, please help me out with this. I'm lost as well. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Okay. So no, it's September 21st stuff, in but... the song September for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do you remember 21st day of September? That's the lyric in the song. Dang, man. Oh, do you remember? Yeah. I don't remember. He said, you do you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, this is why me. I picked that song because it's off the album. Um, where did I put it? I had it quickly. Sorry. Oh, there it is. The Best of Earth, Wind, and Wind Fire, Volume 1. And, of course, the song that I wanted to choose was September because, A, we're in September, and the day in the song is today, September 21st. Well, which... that is a good fit, sir. None of my comments. All right. <laughs> it's lyrics, man. Just loving the music. All right. That, good call. Right. Right. You? Dishonor Tony, on your Tony. family. Dishonor on your cow. I do Bro. feel ashamed, Tony. It's all right. I do feel ashamed. You just did that completely backwards. <laughs> you just shamed your cats. I said dishonor man. On your cats, on your Pikachu. Yeah, on everything. There it is. For those listening, they're like, what is going on? Tony, Tony's giving us a... a performance right now 
Uh, moving on. No, but he saved the day because I didn't have a song for this week. So thank you, Tony, for doing that. And yes, good choice. Good choice. Because we could have gone super simple and gone with the Rocky theme. And we've done that before. We're done with that. We've moved on. All right. Uh, let's get into the preview. We've talked about magic numbers enough. Let's roll. All right. Philadelphia Union. Those guys, you know, the ones that always lose to us or tie us or draw us and play tough against us and hand us cups. Yeah, that one. Uh, we're going there. They're getting they're 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 in it for revenge this time. Um, of course, it didn't go so well from the last time we faced them. We 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 tore them up three nothing uh, <laughs> in Champions League at home. Uh, yeah, so they got more revenge than that. We take them out of everything. So I guess now they they get their chance to take us out of the West race at least for top seed. Uh, and so that is where we're at. Uh, game's going to be, of course, on Saturday, 4.30 p.m. kickoff. Current records, well, Philadelphia is 14-6-8. and eight. We're 12-8-9. and nine. Did I see that right? Sorry. Yeah, that's how it runs. Um, Philly's kind of, what, fourth place in the East, not doing quite as well as they thought. Yes, there are more points to be – there's more points in the East for the top sides. It's a little bit tougher. We'd be pretty lower, pretty much lower in the table over there. Uh, but they are who they are. It's not like they're playing bad or anything. Um, there's been recent struggles. So I'll throw that to Tony. How's form right now, sir? Um, form right now for them is they tied against Charlotte 2-2. Um, tied against Cincinnati 2-2. Uh, won against the New York Red Bulls 4-1. Uh, lost against Toronto 3-1. And then beat dc united 3-1 as well so they beat they lost they tied to two good teams um of course they tied to the supporting shield pretty much front runners at the moment so they're doing pretty well they are scoring and they're finishing but again we're going to their home which it's a fortress just like bmo is for us oh yeah and they qualified for the playoffs last night so that that too <laughs> kind of a nice place to be. I like to qualify for the playoffs. We got to do a little more, though. All right. Looking at our form, of course, we tied St. Louis. We beat LASC, and then we kind of lost our minds for three games. So it looks like we're getting back to what we do. Again, finishing needs to be better. So that's their form. Um, the only weird thing for their result, I will say, is losing to Toronto is pretty wild. Uh, but I think they've found their way after that. Head-to-head, um, -head, like I mentioned, we, we've beaten them. The last time, 3 nothing. Before that, of course, we all know we tie them, tie them, tie them. Penalties decided one of them, but it's always a battle with these guys. That 3 nothing is a bit of an aberration. That was in May, so it feels like an eternity ago. Uh, team stats, I will say this. Uh, their offense has produced more than us this year. They've got 51-4. We've got 44. Uh, goal difference for us is only 10. There's a 16. They've allowed 35. We've allowed 34, which last year, I think their defense was a little bit better than that. Um, so that's, you know, not a big difference there, but they're producing better than us. Now I go to you, Bam. Who's hurt? Who's available? What's the story? Uh, for, Saint, for Philly, sorry. Um, they're only missing one player, which is um, Leon Flash, who's out with a core injury from last game. Um, other than that, They've got no no one on um, out with cards. 
we've got everyone back, so it should be the best lineup versus the best lineup. There it is. And so that being said, who stands out the most to you? Who's our biggest threat at the moment? Biggest threat for me at the moment has got to be Gazdag, plain and simple. Gazdag. Oh, yeah. um, and obviously, Blake in goal, getting past him is going to be hard. So for me, the biggest threat will be Gazdag and possibly Bedoya. Who doesn't have any goals yet this year, huh? No, no. Weird, right? He usually got a couple already this year. But honestly, it's Bedoya, and you know he's a spark plug, and he always steps to get, steps up against LAFC. Um, so I, I would say, yeah, definitely a threat. Of course, Carranza's there. Um Ure Martinez, if Martinez, you know, if he's in the lineup, we do struggle with him in the lineup. So if he's available, that's going to be a battle for us. We've benefited when he hasn't been in the lineup. That probably explains a lot of that three nothing win. We just, you know, our last time was because I think he wasn't even available for that match. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a battle. You can preview them to death. We know these guys. Has it gone as well as they expected this year? No, but they're still the same team. It's still the same core. Um, looking at their last match against Charlotte, which was a 2-2 draw last night, a weird game that Charlotte kind of threw away. I will be honest. They tossed that game in the trash, giving up a penalty in the 97th minute. Really bad challenge. I still don't know what was going on there. Um, really ridiculous. Uh, threw the game away for the tie. Now, in that game... Again, this seems to be the popular thing lately. Uh, the 4-3-1-2, or basically diamond midfield, right? In this case, Martinez was your control. Gazdag was your attack. Um, Bedoya on the outside. Bueno uh, on the right in midfield. Bueno on the left. Backline was Glesnes and Lowe, with Embiazo and Wagner as your outside backs. Up top, Donovan and Boribo, who would eventually get... Um, replaced later in the game um i think let's see who came in we had ure come in we had mcginn come in we had sullivan come in and and of course carranza who is their guy uh got limited minutes in this match now we go to fc cincinnati game which let's be real this is probably something we might see from them because cincinnati is a lot like us in some ways uh in that case they played a three four one two um, where Wagner and Hariel were, were set up a little bit higher but could drop back as necessary and really absorb with five in the back when needed or play on the front foot when they had the run of play. In that case, they had Lowe, Elliott, and Glesnes as their center back, like trio. Uh, Martinez and McGlynn dropped low with Gazdog playing high in the mid. Uh, Carranza and Ure, who I think that's what I'd expect to be up top against us, um, were up top as a strike partnership. It looks like this year they prefer the, 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 the strike partnership. Um, but from what I see, you know, another game, they played a 3 4 1 2. So you can see it's a little dynamic. But what you know is always Gazdag is going to be set high, right? He's the guy. He's, he's the guy peppering the balls everywhere. And behind him, usually, is going to be Martinez to clean stuff up. I'm not shocking anybody. We know we know what to expect from these guys. It's just they do tweak things a little bit. Just now, look for the pair up top. That's what they're showing. Uh, Bam, your thoughts on their lineups and who you might be surprised to see or not surprised. I mean, is Ure and Carranza the, the considered pair for this? 
You would have to think so. Like last game, they started Donovan and Barrybo. Um, do I suspect them to be the starters? No. Um, Kronza came on in 56 minutes. Yuri came on in 56 minutes. So they had limited time. So they'll probably just looking more forward to our game because let's be honest, our game is a massive revenge for them. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So like the Charlotte game was more. Okay, get it there with a point. We've got a bigger game coming up this weekend, and that's what they're looking forward to. Yeah, it all played into their hands with that penalty at the end. And again, we rested Vela so he could be prime for the game against them. They're resting their two top dogs. Why? So they can come at us. So heavyweight fighter, guys. That's three games in a row now. We're playing tough teams. I mean, one's not tough. We just make it tough on ourselves. But um, there we go again. Um, this, this one's real. You know, this one's legit. Even though Philly's lower in the standings, I mean, they've already qualified. They're mid-table, you could say. You know how they are in the playoffs. You know what they're going to turn into. They're going to still be the monster. There could be that team that takes out Cincinnati. Do not be surprised if that happens um, because they've got the experience. It's that simple. Now, I think the bigger story is us. We have some squad rotation. It looks like we have everybody available. Right, Pam? Nobody's out for this match. I'm not sure what the Palacio situation is, but I believe he's he is available, right? He he is available. Well, we got everyone back. There's no one on the injured list, so this should be going to this game should be our strongest starting eleven. Of course, we know it's going to be the four three three because we 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 don't tool like other teams do. This is what we got. We tool players, but we don't. We you know we have our approach. Now, that being said. I think we have consensus. Max goes back in goal because, dude, Max is getting better now every week. He's the guy. It's the center back pairing. You played Keelini for a long old time in the last game, and now he's on short rest, which is something we don't usually do with Keelini. Is this a long Mario partnership for this, and Keelini gets the rest this time? I'm going to go to Tony first, your center back pairing, knowing that Keelini stuck it out against, you know, St. Louis. I think Kalini is a kind of a game time decision, but I think he rests, to be honest. Um, it is Philly, and again, we we have to look into the future. I know no one wants that Campiona's Cup, but that is a very big factor of like trying to get a trophy to LAFC. So that could be a factor, but I don't I don't think he starts. I would yeah, say I probably, have... yeah, Morio or and Long or or Maldonado would be one of those three three of the combo. And Maldonado came in late last game. I think he played a little bit of outside back mm-hmm. as relief. Um, so we'll see. Um, I'll go to you, Bam, next. Your center back pairing for this one? Uh, because of how long Kulini played, it's got to be really long. Yeah. Uh, Araceli? I think it's also going to be Long and Mario and probably p- bring Kalini into like the second half. Yeah, I would think something in the last 10, 20 minutes, maybe just to lock things down. We might see him. Same with Maldonado. Um, he's the fresh legs. Now, the outside back situation uh, who's in, who's out? I think it's pretty pretty obvious. If Palacios is ready to go, Palacios starts. There is no question about that. If he's ready, he's ready. Right back situation. I mean, Hollingshead, I think, would be your 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 given at this point. Why would it be any any different? 
Um, and I think the group has consensus. We don't have to debate it. We know that's that's what we're going to go with. We have three backs. They play all three positions if necessary, except Palacios usually never plays on the right. Right. But he could if he needed to at some crazy point. Um, midfield does the other story. Last game was Tillman and Acosta which pretty much means it won't be this game till I'm in Acosta. The only constant has to be Sanchez. If he's available, if he's eligible, if he's not suspended, if he's healthy, he plays. So the question is, who plays with Ilya in this game? And I'm going to go to you, Araceli, first. Who's your two to go with Ilya? I would pair him with Bogush and Tillman. Bogush and Tillman. Okay. And Ilya... You're with me on this. It's it's kind of a given. He's not saying oh, Ilya all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bam. Your thoughts on your midfield? Uh, Ilya definitely. Bogus definitely. Um, I want to say Costa, but Tillman came off in the 67th minute, so it'll be Tillman. Ooh. Okay. Tony. Uh, so I would say Ilya given Bogus given and. Curveball, Duenas. Wow, that would be against the experienced Philadelphia Union. All right, I, I, dude, honestly, I missed the kid. Um, him, him, and Ordaz. It's just been driving me up a wall that they don't get any minutes. Like they did something wrong. Um, and don't, don't, don't dog them for that Galaxy game against Pasadena or in Pasadena because, let's be honest, he was playing out of position. Um, mm-hmm. Can't be judged on that. Um, I think, honestly, because of the way they approach the game and the physicality, I think Acosta goes in anyway and Tillman comes off the bench. Um, and Bogus, I mean, to me, Bogus has been our, our story of the most impressive, most improved, um, most promising player so far this year. He really does impress me. Um, he's got to be in this game. We need that fight. Now, up top is the other story because, honestly, Olveda is becoming a real story here, and it makes you ask some big questions. Um, The front three. Now, Vela played limited minutes as well, so you have to anticipate for very obvious reasons. Mr. Vela will be in the game. Mr. Bawanga will be in the game. So my question to everyone on this panel, and I will start with Tony first, will it be Mario or will it be Olveda? Who are you going with? And who do you think? Go, it's gonna I would I would say Overa, 100%. He saw the two different starts in both different games. And at this point, we should use Mario as a super sub and use him as Super Mario to see if he can do something with that until he earns the starting position. He's got to come out with Tanuki Tail and all that. Um, all right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Araceli, your thoughts? Who's your front three? Uh, my front three would be Bawanga, Vela, and I want Oliveira, but my gut tells me it's going to be Mario. Okay. Um, why? I don't know. It's just I just kind of have that feeling, especially since he's not necessarily seen as like one of the prime starters, but given the last couple of matches, he's been that choice if he doesn't start then definitely a second half sub yeah he gets minutes no matter what uh 60th minutes are magic time right um so you know and if, if gonzalez is in the game 
you know, he comes out in the 60th for, for Olvera. I think that's your switch off. I don't I'd see it any other way. Um, so, Bam, your, your final thoughts on your three before I go crazy? Buonga, Vela, and because you got subbed out in the 60th minute, Mario. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be the same, even though I really, I really want Oveta in this lineup. I think it's safe, safe. it won't be. Like, um, I, 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 you know what? I'll take Buke over Mario right now. Oh, same, same. Except but, he was kind of a ghost in this last one, but yeah. Um, well, he only played a minute, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, for, for me, I, I want Oliveira. If it's not Oliveira, put in Buke. Otherwise, it's going to be Super Mario. Yay. Yeah. So my my thoughts on why he would choose Mario is the physical side of things. I, I think he wants a target, and Mario has found a way to get his head on the ball, even though he's done nothing with it. He still found a way to get open against a big back line, right, for St. Louis. And guess what? You, you you look at Philadelphia's back line and they're freaking monsters and they're fast and they're still monsters. I think they want someone who might be able to to deal with that. And Olvera, on the other hand, is a smaller dude. Well, Gonzalez can post up, you know, which is maybe why Tillman might get an advantage over Acosta because the height situation and corners and that sort of thing. Um yeah, I the only thing I figure is they figure Gonzalez could go more physical, but honestly. I'd rather have the light, fast guys go through and make it life hell for those big dudes. But we'll see what happens. Um, I'll definitely throw it back to the community on this one. Where are you at on this? What do you think? I, I'm pretty sure I know where consensus at might be on this one, but um, definitely let's go for it. And I think this would be the right time to do it. So let's see where you guys are at on this thing. Um, I'll go all the way back, back, back. Um, oh, this is fun. So 80 quid equals $98. That's from Michael, just so you know. Um, that, that that was also that was for the a kit, a reversible bucket hat and posting. The kit itself is just 45 pounds. There you so go. Plus 10 pounds shipping, so 55 pounds. Here we go with Jeremy. He's throwing it out there. With a pack schedule, must-win games, possible rotating squad to preserve legs, what's your thoughts on Fufu getting some minutes? The man needs minutes. Mr. Krostev is legit. He's a legit player, just like Olveda. These guys were good signings for LAFC. How does he not get minutes in this game? I think it would be impossible for him not to get minutes. Will he start? I don't think so. I don't think he's seen that way yet. Um, but you never know, right? As things are needed, it could definitely happen. Um, <laughs> Soccer USA said he'd love to see uh, Fufu and Kike. Piece up some defenses. I'm loving these nicknames, man. It's it's wild. Uh, and the fact that we all know who they are already. Uh, Soccer says, I was thinking Sanchez gets first half of Costa subs and second half since he's great memories in Philadelphia. And he can play that role. That's true. Uh, Dave Gomez is on the Kike route. Kike, Denis, and Carlos up top. Um. <laughs> Michael, not Mike805, says Hollingshead over Mario is a number nine, which we all know Hollingshead in college played a number nine role. So he's got the feet for it, and he could hit it from distance. He's done that too. Oh, yeah, I guess going corner kicks too. Wow. Yeah, that is Mr. Hollingshead. 
Mr. Hollings has better than most forwards throughout this league lately. Uh, so <laughs> the argument once again is, is how's this guy not best 11, uh, right? Legit. Uh, yeah. So there we go. There you guys thoughts right there. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, Saturday is going to get real interesting. It's going to be tough. There is no way to predict where this thing is going to go. Uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, soccer USA, last comment here. I'll give him the last comment. He says, let's go with our Spanish-speaking defensive, Palacios, Moody, Maldo, Palencia, Sanchez. Oh, yeah, well, Sanchez is Sanchez, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, Spanish is the second or possibly first language on the field for our boys. Um, definitely interchangeable. And you throw up the, you throw up Kike up there, too, and uh, uh, Vela, like, it's just Bawanga going okay i got it i gotta figure this out uh and they'll go from there so uh yeah uh dude we'll see we will see how this plays again rotation is something that is necessary but man this this is a playoff game this is what it is all right thank you guys for everything that you bring into this with your amazing comments uh y'all are amazing uh, amazing as always and for those of you traveling to philadelphia i'll just put this out right now enjoy that city get it do it have a good time that city is fun uh there's a lot of great food to eat there's a really cool vibe about it um that's one of my one of my favorite places to visit i wish i could be on the road trip right now because it's dude it, it's a cool place to see um aristotle could probably vouch for me right philly's a nice place to visit isn't it oh it is i absolutely love philadelphia yeah so for you guys going have a great time. I know the game's not in Philadelphia. It's across the river and through the woods and kind of far away. But stay in Philly. Stay in Philly. Trust me. All right. You know what that means? That's right. Final comments. The thank yous we always give. Third edition, that is. So final thoughts. I'm going to go with the, the last one in, first one out. So, bam, you get the first, first nod, sir. Um, for all those that are traveling, be safe, have fun. For all those going to watch parties, remember, don't drink, don't, don't drive. Don't take other substances and drive. Um, reach out to your mates. Mental health, again, I'm going to hammer it home for the rest of the season and next year and the year after. Mental health, mental health, mental health. Um, reach out to your mates. Say, hey, what are you doing? This upcoming, do you want to come watch some soccer? Have some, have something to eat, have a coffee, just listen to your friends. Um, that's the biggest thing. So everyone that's going out there, enjoy yourself to watch parties, enjoy yourselves. Let's get the three points and let's move on to the next game. There it is. Well said, sir. Especially the guys going to Fox Theater in Pomona. Man, that's like four different supporter groups. That's going to be madness in the best kind of way. Have fun there. Have a lot of fun there, but not not too much fun. Well said, sir. Uh, next one, Araceli, you were the next one I saw, so you got this. Go for it. <laughs> I just want to wish safe travels to everyone that is going out to Philadelphia. I've been seeing all of your posts on Instagram all day. Most of you are already made it there. And for those that are still traveling, again, safe travels. I will admit I am very jealous. As Joseph and I were talking about a moment ago, Philadelphia is an amazing city to explore and just it really has a cool vibe to it personally the best philly cheesesteak is in reading market i'll just say that's that 
the market is yeah there's also this pork sandwich they have in the market that's insane the food is just good at that right the farmer's oh, market that's downtown yeah. i was yeah, basically yeah, in there for like a week straight you you can't go wrong <laughs> in that market well <laughs> it's a short walk from the convention center it's practically connected right i mean it's super mm. close that's that's why so if you're downtown it's it's the place to be um but and yeah then of course, if, even if you the go rocky to the steps place, you, you gotta run the rocky steps it's actually yeah. a lot easier than people think. It really is. Yeah, and the museum's nice too. Uh, it is. It is for us crazy museum people. Um, and then the city's like a, a spoke and a wheel. Like it all goes to center. Really mm. different vibe. You'll see when you get there. You will enjoy it. There's a really cool German place just really close to City Hall. Uh, just so you know, down there. The Italian district. Yeah. That's just down the street from Geno's. That was fun. Yeah, you cannot go wrong, right? It's Philly. You you it's really can't. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, so go, go, go. <laughs> but I just wanted to add on to that for those that are still in LA, if you're planning to go to a watch party or whatever your weekend plans are, I just hope you have a very fun and safe weekend. There it is. And of course, Tony, look, he's prepping for this. He's, he's ready. He's got this. Either he's logging into his PlayStation right now because he knows what he's going to play next. Um, sir, final comments. Final comments is, of course, like we've all been saying, is stay safe, drink responsibly uh, throughout the day. For game day, it is a early game. So, again, there's might be a little bit more day drinking than usual. So be safe out there, of course. For the people traveling, give them hell. Of course, as well as, you know, we, as Bam always says, you know, check on your mates, make sure they're okay. Cause you never know what they're going through. Even, even if they look fine and seem like they're posting fine and everything like that, just check up a little bit. Cause you never know what someone's going through. And on top of that, you know, let's get these three points. Let's try to get the first place in the West and get that lead cut down. But other than that, that's all my final say for the day. There we go. Doing his golden ways. That's what he's doing. All love, Tony, man. Always rocking it. Now, from me, I will say this. Y'all are the best. We have the best fan base in the league. There is no question about it. I, I, I've seen it all. We saw the nonsense going on in San Diego. You saw the comments. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but, but there are receipts. I'll say that. Now, um, that being said, uh, for you guys going to Philly, love y'all for doing it. You've created a culture. All of us have created a culture um, that is just different here. And we just got to keep it up. So when you travel, travel well, represent us well, do your best that you possibly can, sing for the 90, and get home safe. For all of us here, I'm like, these guys, have a good time. Have a great time, but not a really, really great time, right? You want to remember it and have it all. Um, also, seeing whatever venue you're at, it's it getting noisy for this, man. This is a big one. We all know it. We love to play this team. Let's be real. We love to battle this team. It's a proper rivalry, a footballing rivalry the way it should be. Um, and on that note, let's get to that final word of the day. Uh, Tony. No, yeah, Tony, go for it. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Bam. Stay golden. Araceli. Stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles.
Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.